Welcome. We are so glad you have joined us today. Are you ready for another Bayside Christian Church podcast? Let's get straight into it. I want to talk for a few minutes on seasons today. It's been there. One of the songs we sang, I think it was the second song, it says, Through every season, your grace has been enough. For those older people here, you're saying, yep, that's true. Some of us saying, well, I'm in the middle of a season right now. Some people are here in the middle of a transition season. You know, it's great when, when one door closes, we know another door's going to open, but it can be hell in the hallways sometimes, <laughs> waiting, because you don't know how long it's going to be. If God only told us it's only for a week or a month, Marilyn and I, we went through a transition time years ago between the previous church we are in and this one, and the Lord spoke to us really clearly and said, have a rest. We'd been serving full time for 16 years and our kids were teenagers and we had an awesome time. We thought it'd be three months. It was two years and nine months later, we ended up here. God did a whole lot of stuff in us and through us and we itinerated and travel. But boy, sometimes God doesn't tell you how long, but the key is, are you responding through the transition time and him letting him change your heart? And I want to talk about that today. Some of you in a in a breakthrough season where just everything's just breaking through. And as a church, I believe we're moving into a breakthrough season. Ecclesiastes 3 1 says, There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. And we all know there are seasons. We're moving into a summertime. Storms gets a little bit sticky and humid and all that. We've uh, moved out of what we call winter here at Harvey Bay and uh, springtime. And we go through seasons in the natural, but we go through seasons in our life individually and corporately. Psalm 1.3 says, He will be standing firm like a flourishing tree planted by God's design, deeply rooted by the brooks of bliss, bearing fruit in every season of his life. He is never dry never fainting, ever blessed, and ever prosperous. Wow. So when we walk in God's ways, even when we're in season or out of season, God's still blessing us and flowing through us. And today, we need to be reminded that the seasons come and go, but God's still God, and you're growing and changing and flourishing regardless of what season is happening on the outside. 1 Corinthians 3, verse 4 says, For when you divide yourselves up in groups, a Paul group or an Apollos group, you're acting like people without the Spirit's influence. Who is Apollos really? Or who is Paul? Aren't we both just servants through whom you believed our message? Aren't each of us doing the ministry the Lord has assigned to us? I was the one who planted the church. Apollos came and cared for it. But it was God who caused it to grow. This means the one who plants is not anyone special, nor the one who waters, for God is the one who brings the supernatural growth. Now the one who plants and the one who waters are equally important and on the same team. But each will be rewarded for his own work. We are co-workers with God and you are God's cultivated garden, the house he is building." Really powerful thought here that one plants, another waters, but God gives the increase. I've noticed in life when we try to bring the increase and do God's work, it gets very frustrating and you get drained really fast. 
And sometimes in helping people, in praying with people, we're trying to do God's work. God says, I will change the heart and grow. You do the sowing and you do the watering and prayer and love and care and he will do the changing. When we try to change people's hearts and do the Holy Spirit's work, it gets very frustrating and you quickly get drained and discouraged. But when we learn to trust God and know that we do the planting with love, with seeds of truth, with care, with support, we do the watering and then God does the change. And I think that's so important in our seasons that we learn to run with that. The Amplified says, I planted Apollos watered, but God all the while was making it grow and he gave the increase. Wow, God's the one who changes our hearts. But in the family of God, we make a safe place for people to grow. We make a safe place for people to pray and pour out their hearts, get that support and, and counseling and encouragement and truth and teaching and all those things. So we're doing the sowing and the watering, but God does the increase. And I, I believe that if we understand those seasons, it helps us live in freedom. 2 Timothy 4.2, uh, Apostle Paul's writer to Timothy, a young preacher, says, Preach the word, be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. And so I believe that God wants us to know that we can teach and preach and pray and share whether you're feeling like it or whether you're not. There's sometimes when it's easier, sometimes it's a sacrifice. And I'm looking at amazing people here that have learned to just keep giving whether you feel like it or whether you don't. And if you keep sowing and fulfilling God's plan on your life, there will be fruit and blessing will overflow your heart. If you're running a business... You think, oh boy, I'm not going to work today. And you can say that for a few weeks in a row. You won't have a business, you know, <laughs> in our spiritual walk. We say, oh, I don't feel like praying and reading the word today. And I don't feel like just helping others today. You can do that for a day or two when you're sick or overwhelmed. But if you do that for too long, you've lost your effectiveness. You've lost your place of influence. And we've been irresponsible. Responsibility is an interesting word. Response to his ability. That's what responsibility means. Response to his ability that God's put on your life. Influence and place. I love Proverbs 10.59. It says, um, Know the importance of the season you're in, and a wise son you will be. But what a waste when an incompetent son sleeps through his day of opportunity. Wow. Know the importance of the season you're in, and a wise son you will be. But what a waste when, you, when an incompetent son sleeps through the day of opportunity. And sometimes we're in seasons of change. We're in seasons of waiting. Oh, that's a hard one, isn't it? We're in seasons of breakthrough. If we don't identify the season in our own life and even corporately as a church and even nations go through seasons of challenge or testing... But if we understand what's happening by the Spirit and by truth, we will be much more effective to influence the process and we won't be overwhelmed when we don't understand it. Let's have a look at a few of the points here. Number one, you need to recognise the season. And we can think of all the seasons we're in. In a crowd like this today, there'll be someone at least in every one of these. Maybe you're in the sowing season where you're sowing into your kids, where you're sowing into a business, where you're just praying and planning for ministry. You can be in a planning season you can be in a waiting season you can be in a transition season you can be in a building season 
or a harvest season or an increase season or a stretching season, a place of healing and restoration, consolidation, training and equipping. You can be a season of war or peace. You can be a season of testing, suffering, favour and you can think of many more. But some seasons are very easy to recognise, others are less obvious. But if you're walking with God, he will help you understand. And so then it's not a striving. For some of you are in a battle to get into freedom or breakthrough. Number two, we need to not only know the season, but we need to understand what, how we respond. If you're in a season of testing, you need to know how you respond, otherwise it can overcome you. Understand how to respond, not to resist or to fight the season, or even deny it's happening. I meet people sometimes, they say, this is all happening around us, but I'm just denying it's happening. You can't deny reality. You don't have to let negative things overwhelm you, but you can't deny it. I remember when we were new Christians, we had some people in the church, and they called themselves super faith people. And uh, I remember we talked to them one day, And they were so sick with the flu. I mean, we wanted to stand five paces back. They were so sick. But somewhere they'd got the faith message a little bit mixed up. They said, we're not sick. I'm thinking, well, you are sick. The faith message doesn't deny the reality. It says we are sick, but by God's grace, we're going to get healed. That's faith. Faith is not denying something that is a reality but you bring the truth of God's word and the Holy Spirit and say hey I'm going through a testing time but by God's grace we're going to come through and become stronger and healthier that's faith the other is denial and God wants us just to have wisdom to understand those seasons and the truth is that God wants to bring us through if you're sick you're sick but by God's grace we can be healed and I think God wants us to understand the power of that in our hearts and our lives So we need to know how to respond. A lot of people blame others for the season they're in. It's your fault that I'm struggling. And it's so easy to point the finger at others and say, well, it's your fault. We're really good at blaming the devil or blaming God or blaming others. And sometimes there's elements of truth in there. But how about we take responsibility and say, God, how do I respond to this season? Because I've learned that God can work in every situation if we keep trusting him. And so we need to know how to respond. There are times we need to resist the, the works of the enemy. Take authority over it in Jesus' name. And bring, see breakthrough come in our lives. The Holy Spirit will lead us through each season individually and as a church, family and even nations. He will take us on this journey of freedom in our lives. And Australia is at a very pivotal time in our nation. We need to pray for our Prime Minister. We need to keep praying for wisdom with the whole battle over freedom of speech and freedom of religion and parents' rights. There's some huge battles going on across our nation. And we need to pray and speak into those things. Personally, we need to walk with great wisdom. Next uh, Sunday, the church news, we might find it by the end of the service. Um, next Sunday is our uh, celebration day where we um, do our uh, AGM, which is uh, we have a normal service and then at the end we finish a bit earlier and we just have a review of our finances and the blessing of God that's been over us. And I'm going to share some exciting news about our Home for the Harvest project and so where we're moving forward. So next Sunday, don't miss it. And then we have a free sausage sizzle afterwards. 
So it's just a family celebration starting at nine. Um, we have worship. I preach a shorter message. We're also welcoming nine new church partners into church. So it's going to be a great family celebration. And at the end, we'll give you some update on what's happening in the Home for the Harvest process. Some Sundays here we're packed, so we really need to build a bigger facility and we'll share the process and the journey that we're on with that. And that'll be a season of planning and then building and breakthrough and the Holy Spirit takes us. So number one, you need to ask God to recognise the season. Number two, understand how to respond. And thirdly, you need to trust God that he's working in your life during every season. And it's true. Even when you're going through a difficult time, we've learned that God's still working. Romans 8.28 is still in the Bible. For some of the, you're saying, hey, Romans 8.28? It says in the Amplified, And we know with great confidence that God, who is deeply concerned about us, causes all things to work together as a plan for good, for those who love God, to those who are called according to his plan and purpose. So no matter what season we're in personally or corporately as a church or as a community or as a nation, the good news is God can turn it all for good. The key is you've got to let him keep working in you because we can get so busy occupied by the person or the situation and get overwhelmed by it, we forget to say, God, I know that you want to turn this for good. We know physically, if you want to go build up some muscle, you've got to have some resistance training, otherwise you'll never build muscle. You go to the gym, you lift some weights, you do some repetitive exercise, you do some dance classes, whatever you do, if you don't have some resistance, you'll never build muscle. You'll stay the same. But in the spirit realm, or emotionally, we don't like having some resistance or some pressure or some challenges because then, God, please take it from me. And he says, you asked me to help you to grow and I'm exactly doing that and now you're resisting the process. Because if you want to grow in faith, you've got to get stretched. If you want to grow muscles physically, you've got to have some resistance. Otherwise, you'll never grow stronger. And we struggle with that. Doesn't mean we enjoy the process. None of us feel like hurting muscles after we've done some work. And, but there's strength comes. I, I love running, but I've never been a swimmer. And as a few times in my life, I thought, I'm going to overcome this. I'll swim about three laps and I collapse exhausted out of the pool. I remember one time I was 25 years old, I said, I'm going to beat this. So I trained every day for months. I finally got to swimming one kilometre but it nearly killed me and I hated every minute of it. And I thought there's got to be a better way. So I went back running because I love running. Swimming has, for whatever reason, I've never mastered that. There are some things in our life we can continue to bash your head against the wall trying to do things that God's never asked you to do. Find the things you're gifted at, run with it and see what God will do through your life. So don't push back against the resistor, you've got to have some resistance and don't try and push that out of your way. I hear Christians all the time praying stuff away out of their life when they're saying God's just answered their prayer to bring it there so you'll grow. How crazy do we get sometimes? Let's understand the season. Help us to grow through it and know that you can turn all things together for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. We look back over our life now in ministry and we minister 80 to 90% out of the tough times we've been through. The times we had great breakthroughs, awesome. 
But most times we're ministering out of the things that we've had to dig deep and find a way through and that's how you help people most. And yet we don't like that. But God takes us in the... Um, and trains, Romans 8.28 in the Passion says, So we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together to fit into God's perfect plan of bringing good into our lives. For we are his lovers who have been called to fulfill his design purpose. Wow. God's working it all for good. He turns it around. If we keep him in the centre, and even when the enemy presses against us to try and destroy us, if you keep trusting God, he will turn the very resistance into a place of breakthrough and blessing. He really, really will. Isaiah 61 verse 1 says, The mighty spirit of the Lord Yahweh is wrapped around me because Yahweh has anointed me. What's happened with my microphone? Something weird's going on here. Do I need to... Uh, it's okay? It's all sorted now? Thanks, guys. Having some games down the back there today. The mighty spirit of the Lord Yahweh is wrapped around me because Yahweh has anointed me as a messenger to preach good news to the poor. He sent me to heal the wounds of the brokenhearted, to tell captives you are free and to tell prisoners be free from your darkness. Verse 2, I am sent to announce a new season of Yahweh's grace. Jesus came to announce a new season, a new covenant, that now we're born again by the Spirit of God. We don't have to go through all the old covenant and all the old laws and rules and ways. They are a copy or a picture for us to learn from. So Jesus came, it's a new season, and he's out there preaching it. Some of the people got it, and a lot of people pushed back because they wanted to stay with the old ways. They missed the season. They resisted God's plan and process. I say, Lord, help me never to miss your seasons of growth, of transformation in my heart and in my life. It goes on and says, um, and a time of God's rec recompense on his enemies, um, to comfort all who are in, in uh, Zorro, to strengthen those crashed by despair who mourn in Zion, to give them a beautiful bouquet in the place of ashes, the oil of bliss instead of tears, and the mantle of joyous praise instead of the spirit of heaviness. Because of this, they'll be known as mighty oaks of righteousness, planted by Yahweh as a living display of his glory. They will restore ruins from long ago and rebuild what was long devastated. They'll renew ruined cities and desolations of past generations. Wow, wow, wow. New seasons of breakthrough for our church and our lives. Keep looking up, not looking down. Fourthly, we need to realise that there are seasons of sowing, then reaping. If you don't sow, you're not going to reap. And here's a powerful verse in Romans 10, 13. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. That's the heart cry. It goes on and says, How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. But not all the Israelites accepted the good news. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our message? Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message and the message is heard through the word about Christ. So here we see a season. Someone gets saved, then they get equipped then they get sent to share the good news with others. People hear it and then they come into the kingdom of God. 
How beautiful. Some of you got beautiful feet. Beautiful feet are those who bring good news. You don't have to go overseas to fulfill this. You share with the, the person who sits beside you on the seat. Hey, Ashley. We uh, share with new people that we meet. We share with those that are on a journey of trust and breakthrough. Because the power of the gospel, hey, the gospel is so powerful. Last Sunday night, Marilyn and I drove to Toowoomba and I preached at a church up there. And uh, I know the pastors, didn't know many people in the church. We, were, we drove four and a half hours, left church here, got up there 15 minutes before church and then quick prayer and then up to minister. So you need God's grace for that. But then as I start worshipping, God showed me some pictures for people there and I prayed for one lady and I didn't know that she two weeks before she was almost died of an overdose in hospital and was attacking the ambos and the police because she was so out of it God gives me a picture of her with joy and freedom so I start to speak to her and she just starts weeping power of God came in the place the girl sitting beside her she joined the, their teen challenge program which is like transformation the day before I'd never any, met any of them huh? And she came out and gave her heart to Jesus and got filled with the Holy Spirit within about two minutes and just so totally transformed. I said, God, the power of the gospel still works. The gospel is good news. Let's sow it. Let's pray it. Let's minister to it. Because there's a thousand in this city need someone to go and tell them. Need someone to share their story that gives them hope that their life can change. And I thank God for everyone in our church that's doing that in our life groups, in our ministries. The power of the gospel needs to be sown, needs to be prayed over and needs to be blessed. 1 Corinthians 15, 58 says, So now, beloved ones, stand firm and secure. Live your lives with an unshakable confidence. You can have unshakable confidence when you're trusting God through every season in your life. If you let the seasons get on top of you, you will lose your confidence. Then it goes on, we know that we prosper and excel in every season by serving the Lord because we are assured that our union with the Lord makes our labour productive with fruit that endures. Wow, wow, wow. So what season are you in today? Are you in a blessed season of peace and rest and joy? Are you in a season of testing? Are you in a season of struggle? The waiting season, I think, is the hardest one. The transition times. Are you in a season of uncertainty? God wants you to just reach out and say, Lord, show me what this looks like. Recognize the season. How do I respond? How do I trust you? When we went through that two years and nine months waiting time, transition time, the verse that kept coming back to me, that were the two verses God gave me. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path god says you don't have to understand we just want to know all the time and god says i'm not going to tell you because if you know then you're not going to grow in what i need to do through trust and so sometimes i don't ask him what he's doing i say lord help me to trust you because i know when i'm ready you will show me what's going on that's maturity but we want to know we want to know and god will often show us he says, trust me. And the other verse he gave me was Romans 8, 28. Know that all things work together for good to those who love God and are called according to. He said, they are life scriptures that we've done life with for 40 years. And it takes a whole lot of stress out of life. When you don't know what's going on, you say, God, I don't quite understand, but I'm going to trust you. 
with all my heart, I don't have to understand everything. There's a whole lot of mysteries. And if God showed us all, we'd mess it up anyway. We'd either try to make it happen, we'd say, oh, that's too hard, and we'd walk away from it. So that's why God doesn't tell us a lot of times what we don't need to know. I've found with God it's on a need-to-know basis. When a prophecy or a scripture or a promise comes, it's like he gives us a glimpse of the future so we keep running for it. But he doesn't tell us the whole story, otherwise we'd all think this is, no, I could never do that, or God, how could that happen? So we want to know all the answers again. Because I'm not going to tell you. Because I love you too much and I know you'll mess it up. So I'm going to be a need-to-know basis and help you flourish in your business and your family. Going to help you flourish in your ministry. Going to help you fulfill God's kingdom purpose by following after me with all of your heart. The seasons. And the last point, which I'm going to expound on tonight, is love people through every season in our lives and theirs. Transformed relationships. Just like Ashley said, that's the fifth point of my sermon. We've run out of time to expound it, but I'm going to do it tonight. And the, the scripture you can have a look at is Romans 12, 9 to 21. That's about loving people, not taking revenge, but letting God sort out difficult relationships. Not having to understand everyone's motives all the time, but loving them unconditionally. Forgiving them. Having a humble heart so God can speak through them so that you can grow and change. And I thought, Lord, teach us how to love people through every season in our lives and theirs. If we're all in the same season, it'd be easy. But we're not. Some are in celebration breakthrough mode. Yahoo, we celebrate with you. Others are in grief and loss and thinking, God, how are we going to make it through tomorrow? We weep and support you. Others are in the waiting season, so we just sow words of encouragement and trust. Others are confused, not sure what the next step is. Just hang in, in the presence of God, and at the right time, He'll show you. Stay together in the body of Christ. The danger is when you isolate yourself, when you're in a season you don't understand. You've got to stay connected. Be in fellowship. Be connected to a life group or a small group or a ministry group prayer partners stay connected be here on Sunday so you can have the life of God flowing together because that will help smooth out the bumps in the seasons so that you can keep walking forward let's stand in his presence thanks worship team the seasons of life right now there are people in all sorts of seasons there's teenagers here and young people saying what's the future look like who might be my future husband or wife that's a season of Hope and excitement and waiting and sometimes frustration. Other people saying, God, I know you're stirring me to to step out and do more in ministry and service, but I'm not sure what it looks like. But you're willing to just be available and see what that God opens up. Others are in family situations. If you're in Nappy Valley, life's busy and crazy, you know. You got teenagers, God bless you with wisdom. This will pass too. You'll make it through. Start, starting a new business there's a lot of work to go and believe breakthroughs from addictions and strongholds you've just got to keep on taking one step at a time until you walk into freedom well we're all in different seasons but thank God he's promised to be with us 
might be an older person saying, what do I do with my life? I don't have the energy and I can't, I'm not as mobile as I could. There's some very powerful things you can do of loving, praying, sowing, giving, learning to write out your story so it's going to bless other people. Many things we can do. Thank you for joining us. Bayside Christian Church Community aims to transform our city and beyond with the life and power of Jesus Christ. If you want to know more or just keep in touch, check us out at www.baysidechristianchurch.com.au or on our social media pages at Bayside Christian Church.